Thanks for listening to Embodied Astrology. You're tuning in to the audio horoscopes for Cancer season, June 20th through July 22nd, 2021. Something new we're trying out here is transcriptions. If it works better for you to read than listen, you can now find the written text for your horoscopes at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscopes section. Embodied Astrology horoscopes are offered for free. Your donations and subscriptions support this work and sustain the people who make it happen. Check the links in the show notes to make a one-time donation. You can find more information about the extended content subscription in the show notes or on the website. Other ways to support this work include sharing it with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your listening platforms. Thank you so much for your support. Are you ready to take your interest in astrology to the next level? I'll be offering a two-day embodied chart reading intensive July 24th and 25th, where you can learn to identify, interpret, and synthesize the three main components of an astrology chart, signs, planets, and houses, all through an embodied somatic lens. This workshop is specifically designed for body workers and healers, therapists, physical performers, dancers and actors, and others who are interested in the intersections of astrology and somatics. Intermediate and advanced astrologers will gain somatic techniques and perspectives that will help deepen and integrate their practices, while beginning astrologers will appreciate an approach to this symbolic language that leaves a majority of the math and complicated delineation rules behind and gives you access to astrology through the immediate wisdom of the sensing body. Limited space is available for this live workshop. A recorded version will be released later this year. Check the show notes or embodiedastrology.com for more information and registration. Hello Aquarius, welcome to your month ahead audio horoscope for cancer season, June 20th through July 22nd, 2021. My name is Renee, and this is Embodied Astrology. Uh, Embodied Astrology is a synthesis of somatic awareness, embodied intuition, and astrology. As you listen, please listen for what works for you. Feel free to leave the rest. Listen through the lens of your own intuition and make the meaning that's most meaningful for you. I always recommend that people tune in with horoscopes for their sun and rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. All right, my friend. Well, cancer season. Here we go. Beginning on the day that the sun moves into cancer, we also have an important retrograde beginning, and this is the retrograde of Jupiter. Um, in Pisces. So Jupiter made a, a brief ingress into Pisces. It will station retrograde, as I mentioned, on June 20th. And by July 28th, it will make its way back into your sign, back into Aquarius. So the duration of Cancer season has a kind of interesting quality to it, um, which is a, a quality that feels like things uh, shifting internally in a feeling sense. And so um, the sensation that I get as I tune in with your chart is the sense that you see some new opportunities for yourself. And there's a feeling that you can live in a different way. Um, there may be very specific 
differences that you are noticing in what is potential or possibility for you that have to do with employment, um, with sustainability or sustenance uh, for your day-to-day -day and how you're structuring your day-to-day. -day. So for many people, this feels like it has something to do with your job uh, or some way that you might be earning money or earning resource. Um, for some folks, this might have something that is less to do with the, the labor orientation of a job and more to do with a general kind of idea of functionality and upkeep in their own lives. And so there might be like just the job of being alive, you know, how do you take care of your body? How do you take care of the details of your life? There may be specific health concerns that some people are wanting to address at this point. And how you provide yourself with the container to take care of yourself in those ways um, might be a kind of space of renegotiation right now. And the feeling that I am getting is that something is shifting in how you feel the possibility of taking care of yourself. And so again, this might mean earning money, it might mean making time for self-care, it might mean getting a new job that is easier on your body, it might mean some kind of negotiation within your relationships so that you know, you get what you need or you can ask for, for particular things or something like that. Um, so cancer season is a good time for you to really be thinking about what do you want to call in and what do you want to manifest in your life? Uh, for some of you might, you might use this time, um, to, uh, gosh, I always struggle, you know, being a person that like doesn't want to orient on money, but I understand that for a lot of us, it's like we have to orient towards it to some extent. So when I'm talking about money, please just hold this in the uh, container of all available resources, like any support that you need right now, money included, okay? So over this season, how do you bring in resources? What kind of resources do you want? Give yourself specifics, write it down on pieces of paper, you know, do some ritual around it. Like, don't be scared to get specific. If you want to make a certain amount of money, say it to yourself, write it down, you know, set the goal for it. If you want to call in some other kinds of resources, be specific about what it is that you are asking for. This is a really good time for you to work the manifestation uh, energy in your chart and to, and to um, appreciate in yourself what capacity you have to manifest. So if you're thinking about pulling resources into your life right now, this is also then a very good time to see what kind of resources you have and provide. What value do you bring uh, to this planet? And please be generous with yourself right? We all have inherent values. So what's yours? What are your natural interests? What do you love doing? What have you spent a lot of time building competency in? Um, what do your friends always come to you for, right? Like what are, what are the skills that you have that are innate to you? What do you want to learn? Where do you want to grow? These are great ways to bring resource into our life is to actually move towards maybe what we're not competent on already, but we have enthusiasm for it. We have energy to bring. Uh, and so we can gain competence over time. We can bring assistance, we can bring help, etc. Um, also, 
early in cancer season on July 22nd, Mercury is stationing direct. Mercury has been retrograde since the end of May. It's been in its shadow phase since May 15th, and it will be finishing its shadow phase now until July 8th. So June 22nd through July 8th, we have Mercury now in direct motion, but still in its shadow, moving through a part of your chart that has to do with your creativity, your creative energy, your passion energy. Um, if you tune in with your heart, with your spine, if you think about who you are as a unique being, what is it that you exude, right? Like if you are in your happiest, most authentic self, what are you doing? How are you expressing yourself? And with this Mercury Station Direct coming at the same time as some of these other themes that I was talking about, it feels like you have support now to be synthesizing your creative energy, your creative inspiration with some work energy. How do you bring resources into your life? How do you make your life functional? You might have some new ideas about that. These ideas feel creative. It feels like you are coming to some kind of um, space where at least you have uh, some experiments to engage in, right? We don't know if they're necessarily going to work out, if they're going to bring you all the things that you want, but it feels like you've got somewhere to start. And so during this uh, period of time, again, from the 22nd through the 9th, it is a, such a good time for you to be doing this work of tuning in with yourself, of asking like, what are, what are you here uh, bearing with you? What are the gifts that you've come bearing in this life? How do you want to express them? How do you want to grow them, cultivate them, etc.? There's a full moon on June 24th in a part of your chart that is associated with your intuition, with divine guidance, with the spiritual realm. This is a good time for you to get quiet, to engage with some kind of meditation or ritual or just space in yourself, go outside and look at the moon. And, um, you know, when we're asking ourselves, like, <laughs> why have I come here? What is it that I want to do? What are the gifts that I have? Uh, sometimes it's really helpful to get beyond the human a little bit and touch in with the sense of our spiritual selves, our higher selves, or our guides. And this is a full moon that I think might have some um, openings for you, some, some doorways that it can open for you uh, if you are interested. So tuning in with your higher self, tuning in with divine guidance, and again, asking for support to give what you have to give, to call in what you want to receive. Between June 22nd and mid-July, um, there is a whole lot going on in the sign Leo. So we have uh, Venus moving into Leo, Mars moved into Leo a couple of weeks earlier uh, in kind of middle of Gemini season. And Venus and Mars are important planets <laughs> when we're thinking about astrology. They have to do with our energy, with the pleasure that we find in life, with the ways that we uh, find attraction, whether that's in ourselves, how do I, you know, how do you feel attractive? Um, how what do you find attractive in the world or with other people? Um, how do you move towards what you want, etc.? And these placements are coming into a part of your chart that is traditionally given to partners. So Aquarius and Aquarius rising people. Uh, June 26th through July 13th or so feel 
exciting. Like this feels like a really exciting time for you when it comes to relationships. It feels spicy. It feels sexy. It feels fun. It also feels passionate. And you know how passion goes, you know, things can go up and down. And so if you're uh, going through some ups and downs during this time, um, <laughs> try and enjoy them. Uh, a couple pieces of advice that I would offer is that this energy can be dramatic. Um, at times, and especially as I tune in with your chart, it feels like there is the potential for what could feel like to you as unnecessary drama. If you have the sense over the course of, of this period of time that you or other people are being unnecessarily dramatic, I just want to offer that it might be helpful to give an outlet for that drama that is not about something important within the relational sphere. So if you find that you're arguing or that it feels like there is a lot of passionate kind of ungrounded energy for yourself when it comes to your love affairs, your partners, um, your social dynamics, or in those dynamics themselves, um, what can you do to give a release to some energy? You know, you could play a game, you could play dress up, you could have a dance party, you can like wrestle or something. Like it's, it's a good time to give yourself energetic outlets frequently for passionate energy that don't necessarily need to escalate into the place that passion can sometimes go. So that would be my caveat and my caution. And then outside of that, I would say like, wow, you know, have a good time, like enjoy this energy as it comes in. It feels very dynamic. Um, it feels also like if you are working with other people, with partners, to create things together. Um, this feels exciting. It feels like there's a lot of potential creative collaboration and um, you can go for it. You can have a good time. Um, there does feel to me to be a need right now to open up new space at home and with family. So in the themes of home and family, um, for those of you who are partnered or if you have domestic partnerships, housemates, um, people who you're engaged closely in one-on-one -on -one dynamics with and particularly people who you share a home with, uh, this might be a time when, again, there's a lot of creative energy for doing projects, for expanding, for like, uh, it, it feels like you could be doing some really fun stuff. I don't know what it is. You're building like a trampoline setup in your backyard or something like that. Um, but there could also be some tension. There could be some conflict. And you really want to be asking like, what are the boundaries? What are the stopping points? And when boundaries and stopping points come up, are they coming up because someone is stuck? That could be you. That could be another person. Someone is stuck they're feeling resistant. They don't want to let go of an old way of being. They don't want to try something new. They're feeling fearful or scared about change energy. Um, if, if that is true, so like if you come across stuckness, and again, this would be in the, in the themes of like you working with partners, you working with uh, people who you're living with, or home and familial kinds of situations. If there's stuckness that comes up, 
Um, I, I want to suggest that, again, having like a healthy outlet for creative energy can help that stuckness move. And so even if it doesn't seem like it's at all related, um, for example, you're building a trampoline in your backyard with your housemate and you have different ideas about you know where you're going to put it and you get into a tense conflict, uh, that might be a time to like put on some music and boogie, like just have a dance party or throw a water balloon at someone. It's summer where I am, so I'm thinking outside activities, wherever you are, you know, might be something else. But if you can get energy to shift, if you can get some kind of outlet so that people are laughing, so that people are moving their bodies, so that they're experiencing some kind of spontaneity or silliness, that can be a kind of lubricant for stuck energy to travel through. And if there's fear, if there's stagnancy, a person might literally just need their energy to start to move in a different way to orient to some new possibilities. So I would say that for you and for anyone that you're working with. Um, on July 9th, there is a powerful new moon in Cancer. Um, so again, this is coming kind of at the tail end of this period of time when I'm saying, wow, there's a lot of energy coming up for collaboration, for change, for innovation in your life, uh, for creativity. And at the new moon on July 9th, it feels like you have access to some kind of new idea about how you want to be living and what it is that you want to be um, cultivating, forming, growing, nourishing, and nurturing. What is it that you want to be giving life to? Again, there's a strong theme here about uh, livelihood, jobs, functionality. How are you creating space in your life for your life and for the life that you want to be living? Um, in general, the themes this month feel like they bring a lot of emphasis into the visioning of what it could be like and what it could feel like and how do you want to be and how do you want to feel and can you call this energy in? Um, I, I'm getting a sense here that if you want it, now's the time to go for it. If you want it, you have to believe it is possible. If you don't believe it's possible, we're at the end of the road, right? You have to let in even the tiniest sliver of potential. And focusing on your gifts, on your growth, on what really brings you joy, what really brings you happiness to offer is a very great place to begin. Keeping in mind that any partners or collaborators or significant others that are joining with you in any of your attempts to make your life functional on any level uh, should also be infused with fun, with joy, with offering, and with playing to each other's best potential, right? And so if you want to be coming from your heart's truth in this life, your heart's offering, um, who are the people around you? Can you support them to also really be heartful, right, and authentic and uh, in enjoying whatever it is that they're doing. And if you can all do that for each other, gosh, what a wonderful situation that will be. All right. Well, I'm wishing you all the best in cancer season. I hope that this horoscope has been interesting. 
and will be helpful. If you'd like more astrology from me, you can check out your year ahead reports. Those are hour and a half long readings for every sign that go through all the major opportunities, themes, challenges, suggestions for working with them in 2021. We're halfway through the year, so those readings are also discounted to 50%. You can find more information and access the readings at embodiedastrology.com. You can also find information there on my subscription. My extended content subscription is by donation. You can um, sign up at any amount that works for you. And with it, you get access to my month ahead astrology calendars, as well as my twice a month subscriber only Zoom meetups where we work with astrology and our charts. You can follow me on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. And if you enjoy this work, please share it with your friends and family. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And of course, your donations are always so appreciated. I'm wishing you all the best in cancer season and beyond. Bye for now.